0: There it is. Bang. The Fox Across America Game Ball Presentation Ceremony back in action. What a banner week it was for your radio buddy Jimmy Fallon. We did a lot of TV. It was on Hannity a bunch of times, Waters World, The Ingram Angle. Holy hell, I guess hosted Gutfeld, number one late night show in America. It was amazing. But I got to be honest, for all the things we did, Fox Business, everything else, Okay, few things rival the fun I have talking to this week's game ball recipient, someone who was not only on Gutfeld with me Wednesday night, but made a triumphant return to the show on Thursday to kind of sum it up. You know, when you watch gymnastics and they sit in the kiss and cry room afterwards and they see their scores get posted, that's kind of what I did with Chadwick Moore. We discussed a lot of things on Gutfeld Wednesday night. I had him on the show Thursday for the unedited version of those discussions, and we just really let it rip. And that's why I love Chadwick Moore. He's a great dude. And he always gives you such a sober assessment of issues that not only impact you and me, but impact members of the gay community that he belongs to. Chadwick Moore calls balls and strikes better than anybody, even if he likes the balls more than some of us. OK, but the bottom line is he is God's gift to radio guests. I'm so thankful to make him be a part of this community. And he gets the game ball this week. Jenny Failis, favorite guest on Fox Across America. Chadwick Moore is here. Hey, girl. Hey. What's going on dude let me tell you something you were huge with the woodworkers at Home Depot my uh <laughs> you know Jenny grew up on a farm she's a little ha- she's a, she's uh you know she's a little handy so if that was your goal you know if your demo was chicks with power tools Chadwick Moore you've arrived
1: that's exactly my demo. That's why I got to meet Jenny. Hi, Jenny, if you're listening.
0: <laughs> uh, she's out there somewhere, uh, but she is. I was, we, we, me, Chadwick, and I were talking in the green room last night about how Jenny really likes some Chadwick. It's really funny because there's two things that go on in Fox News if you're in this building around the clock, like if you work here as a host or whatever. There's a couple of cult things. You don't know this, Chadwick, so we've never gotten into this. But did you know that yeah. everyone at Fox, for real, like on an executive level, is obsessed with the movie Pee Wee's Big Adventure?
1: I, no, I, I didn't realize
0: that. And Why we, is that? We It's just like it was a cult movie at a time when we were all coming of age. So people always communicated like Pee Wee's big adventure jargon. Like if you actually said like <laughs> – if you said Andrew Cuomo, someone would go, Andy, and they'd go, Andy, Andy. You know, just like it was Pee Wee. <laughs> or if you or someone brought up like the Alamo. Be like, oh, the bi- yeah, the basement, the bicycle. Do you want a funny story about that? So listen, really quick, okay? We were on The Five with Geraldo. And Kennedy made a reference to the Alamo. The the question was, if you could have any movie prop, what would it be? And Kennedy said, I'd want the bike from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. At which point I said, well, you're out of luck. It's in the basement of the Alamo because that's where it is in the movie. To which Geraldo responds, he goes, the Alamo in San Antonio? And I was like, yo, Geraldo, how many Alamos do you know? (laughs) (laughs) We needed to clarify the state. (laughs) Remember the Alamo. Which one? I'm not sure. (laughs) <laughs> but Chadwick Moore, hold on. We're not done here. We're not done here. Come get your sash yeah. and your tiara. Because you, the other cult favorite in addition to Pee Wee's Big Adventure is Chadwick Moore. People, you are the Raymond of Fox News. Do you know that? Oh, P- people, No, I'm not. S- Dude, my office is on the same floor as the Tucker team, which, of course, you're like a folk hero on Tucker Carlson the night. So you're always, no, no, you were, you knew how topical you were in conversation. And then even here with the people who gravitate around this radio, no, you have fans. I don't doubt you're giving them Molly for free. I'm just saying you got fans. <laughs>
1: I, that's really sweet to hear. I don't buy that at all, but that's sweet to hear. I like, I like hearing that. Thanks for fluffing up
0: my ego. No, Chadwick Moore is on the line, folks. He is Miss Fox News, Miss Fox News. (laughs) (laughs) But so we were talking about this last night, uh, but we had to share the conversation with a panel. Let's just have some you and me time for a minute. Um, you know, the whole woke Disney thing that I was talking about and the point I was trying to make is I feel like they're taking a, a, a position on pride of it being like more than a celebration of gay culture, but an actual like cannonball at the right who they want people to believe isn't okay with it. And I feel like it's there. It's a bastardization of the pride moment by Disneyland. Do you agree? Disagree? Whatever you want. You're Miss Miss Fox News. I can't say anything.
1: Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, it's so cringe and pathetic, you know, that like, that that they're trying to manufacture this rage on the right, or they're trying to say, "Look at these people; they hate us so much. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares if Disney Disney's having a Pride Night. Which, by the way, they uh, first of all, it's at the theme park in California, not yep. the one in Florida. Yep. Uh, every theme park, I think, in Southern California has like a gay night. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that they've already had gay days at Disney. <laughs> uh, so they think they're sticking it to people. But also, it's like, isn't this so? It's it's it, it so sums up the kind of state of. Uh, of identity politics movements in the current year that they're so lame and corporatized. Yeah. Like this isn't like the first gay pride march in 1970 in yeah. New York City. You know what I mean? Where it was yeah. like so maybe a little shocking and was, like and it was rebellious. Like and avant-garde yeah, it was like, badass. Wow, what's going on here? You, it's like yeah. Disney yeah. <laughs> coming up and being like, "Wow, well, we're gonna have a gay night. Give us your 140 dollars, you yeah. childless
0: homosexual." He <laughs> you went. You went from Rage Against the Machine to the Machine would like to throw you a parade.
1: Exactly what it is. And, you know, you were, you were, I, I really appreciated last night you bringing up uh, the fact that Disney does business. They allow, they, they sell Disney Plus to all these countries where homosexuality is criminalized, criminalized and they, mm-hmm. you know, gay people can be put to death or arrested and fined. It just goes to show the level of their hypocrisy and, and more so the gay rights groups. So-called gay rights groups that prop up Disney and, and constantly harp on these things, trying to convince America that it's a hateful place, completely ignoring parts of the world where they actually would have, uh, you know, a, a, a fight yes. to, you know, stop murdering gay people. And, and these corporations are more than happy to do business
0: there. Dude, Disney's doing business in Yemen, where if you're gay, they're throwing you a parade, but it's to a firing squad. At the end of the, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, no, no, you still got the parade. It's going to be great. It's, uh, you know.
1: A parade of people are going to come and watch you as yeah. uh, the, instructive of how not to behave.
0: Yeah, not, yeah the, good, the good news is you're going to love the parade. The bad news is the reception tent. Not the best. <laughs> not, not the best <laughs> right. hospitality, Chadwick Moore. <laughs> it's so nuts. But that's the scam is like, you know, everybody, everybody in this country, because it all, it goes with any type of oppression, Okay. Anyone doing business with China in any capacity, let's just focus on China. There's so many countries we go to. Any Anybody doing business with China, which Disney is doing a lot of business with China, okay, is empowering the modern-day version of everything we hold this country hostage over. Meaning America in 2023 is constantly being given the bill by the left for what it did in 1823. You know what I'm saying? But China's doing it in 2023. And dare I say, in some instances, they're a lot more aggressive than anything we were doing in 1823. Yet none of these corporations steer clear of China, do they? Not that I'm
1: aware of. I mean, I think they're all moving their headquarters there pretty soon. So we seem to be on the way out. We're no longer in fashion.
0: <laughs> that is so funny. You know how, like, you couldn't get U-Hauls to get out of California? Now, like, we're at that place where you can't get planes to get out of the country. They're like, ah, they're all rented. Now they're all going to Beijing. They got a tax break. It's cleaner. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Chowick Moore is on the line. Uh, the world's on fire. We're roasting some radio marshmallows. So we had fun there. And it's just all of the symbolic gestures, I think, in this day and age, I think are belittling the real problems we're facing. Because the other thing we talked about was Native Americans. And it was like, so New York City schools, uh, at a time when literally 80% of school students are not reading at grade level, okay, they've decided the answer is to change the halftime show. No more Native American mascots. Um It just seems like such a straw man thing to be attacking with so many bigger problems going on. And it doesn't mean like, you know, you can't walk and chew gum at the same time, as they like to say. But we're not doing any of that. okay? first of all, you can't walk because you might get mugged, you know. And, uh, you know, I don't know about the I don't know what the calorie count in gum is either. I don't know how that works. But the point is we're going against I feel like I feel like we're going against everything except our real opponents. You know what I'm saying by that, like crime and everything else. Like we don't go against that. We're not going education. Kids are being failed in inner city schools. The fact that you can't call their basketball team the Warriors doesn't help anybody read.
1: Yeah, and well, actually, this just kind of occurred to me. I mean, in a way, like like all these Democrats, they didn't run on making America a better place or fixing, you know, making sure we don't go to war in Ukraine or fixing the schools. They, they kind of ran on identity politics, stupid, you know. Uh, they're actually keeping the their promise. The yeah. stuff. So <laughs> in a way, they're kind of fulfilling their promises. Like, no, 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 no. We're going to let your schools collapse. We're going to let you continue to get murdered on the streets of New York, releasing violent criminals without bail, et cetera, et cetera. But we are going to make sure that your basketball team can't be called the Warriors, <laughs> Listen, and this is what they voted for, isn't
0: it? I mean, now, now the, the, the good news is I know you got mugged on the way to school today, and I know they took your iPad. You've got a swollen face, but wait, wait till the halftime game. You go to the basketball game tonight, you're going to feel so much better. You're going to feel so much better. <laughs> Exactly. You're so right. Chadwick Moore is on the line. And you're right. They ran on this. So in a lot of ways, they are keeping their promises because they ran on this garbage. Uh, You know, Biden's pitch way back when was it was a battle for the soul of our nation. And uh, I was like, you know, I have a sneaking suspicion that doesn't give you an answer to how you pay your bills or clean up your streets or close your border. And it turns out I was right because apparently we won the battle (laughs) for the soul of the nation. We literally lost everything else to do it. It's not good, Chadwick. (laughs)
1: Right, exactly. So stup- <laughs> but of course, Biden didn't run on, like, you know, transgender children of the soul of our nation or, you know, no. trans kids built this country, whatever he said. And <laughs> uh, he did go, you know, he did yeah. kind of deceive the voters that you're going to take that direction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was a bit of a curveball. But that's, listen, so that's another thing. Hold on. I, I wanted to make this point last night. A lot of the debates we're having right now are over issues that didn't exist a year ago. Like a year ago, if you said, I'm going to read a graphic sex book to a five-year-old, everyone would have said, no, you can't. Of course you can't do that. That's insane. But because one side literally said you can't do that, the other side was like, well, I guess we're for it then. And that's what everything in this country has become. It's almost like it's all a microcosm of Twitter. You know how everything on Twitter is an invitation to a fight, whether you realize you're inviting someone or not? You're like, happy birthday, my dog. And they're like, yeah, too bad January 6th, huh? Was your dog in the chamber? I bet he was, right? Fascist. And you're like, what do you mean? Is it a dog eating a cupcake. But that's, that's the world we live in now. You just take a position on the right, and somebody else is like, well, yeah, oh, just like, you know, Hitler had a dog, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: It, it almost seems like you know the left is, is so run out of important things to fuss to with. You know mo- everything that they once mm-hmm. purported to stand for,
0: they don't anymore.
1: They've mm-hmm. kind of become the opposite. uh So it, it it almost seems like they don't know what to do with themselves. So they're like, okay, should we just you know should we just go into phase two now? <laughs> phase one, pretend that we're the good guys. We care about the little guy. Phase two, absolute control and power. Convince everyone in the world. Gaslight the country. You know, make them think they're yep. crazy. Tell them that the most fundamental things like. The differences between men and women are not real. Uh, We can start sexualizing children now. Let's just do it. Let's just see if we're ready for phase two.
0: That's kind it seems what (laughs) It is. is so true. It's like somebody who's in charge of the Democratic Party got stoned and played Grand Theft Auto. And they were like, what if we just... Yeah. Let's just do this to society. Just do this. Say, blow up the strip club. Whatever you want to do. Bring the kid to the strip club. We don't care. It's great. Steal a car. You're not going to jail anymore. (laughs) No, it's going to be great, Chadwick Moore it so it's so crazy, but it's true. Like we've entered that phenomenon now where they've just like people feel like they're losing because it hurts your head when you debate some of these positions, you know? Especially like the simple the simplest one, the men getting pregnant. No man has ever gotten pregnant. No one can name one. It's not going on. But there are people who You have to know somewhere in the recesses of your mind it's not true. But I wanted to ask you this question. That's what I think. I have a suspicion about this. I think the reason more women don't speak out against the transgender erasure of women, because it's not, again, again, nobody's against trans people, but I think the reason more women don't speak out against it is because they see them as a voting ally, and they don't want to alienate them on the voting side. Do you think in any way support for abortion somehow buys them support for transgenderism?
1: It's yeah well, and also they're they're if you're on the left, you're so good at collectivism and and moving mm. and thinking and voting is such a block, and they have such little debate on their side, and when they do have debate, it's not interesting, yeah, it's, it's nitpicking, and it, it, so I think that's I think that's for sure a part of it. They don't want to ruffle any feathers because they believe that the end game is so much more important, which mm-hmm. is of course, you know absolute total control, one party rule system, I would imagine,, yep. but also, I mean, like women just in general, like. I think it, the, the, the really, really ugly thing about this trans stuff is it preys on kind of the best instincts of women, which is to not mm-hmm. hurt people's feelings. Yeah. You know, to be more nurturing. So they they probably are generally convinced that these people, and a lot of them are not all of them, but a lot of trans people are generally struggling. They have lots of issues. You know, they 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 are unhappy with their bodies and yeah. the bodies that they're in. So it's preying on that instinct to want to care for those people and to make sure they don't feel excluded. But at the detriment not only of women's spaces and institutions yeah. like athletics, but also the detriment of Western civilization as a whole.
0: Well, there's <laughs> that the small way. thing. Minor detail. Minor <laughs> detail. Thing, yeah. Come on, Chad. Come on, Chadwick Moore. It's holding on to civilization. Uh, and we also did talk about that last night on Gutfeld, the whole Elon Musk. Elon, it's so funny. So, like, Elon Musk is the one honest Appliance salesman telling you, you might not need the fanciest model. Once in a while that happens. Hey, I'm a I'm a I'm a salesman. I get a commission if you buy the fancy dishwasher, but you don't really need it. Elon Musk is saying that with AI. He's like, hey, I'm making AI, but you don't really need the fancy model. It might kill all of us. But the people at Google, like the Larry <laughs> pages of the world, they're like, no, no, we need the nice dishwasher and we need it now. And um, We talked about this last night, and I know your position, you know, might be some nerds overstating their importance and the impact they have on society. So where is where is the Chadwick Moore worry meter when it comes to A.I.? Are you like you don't care because I base it on you. I mean, you're like, seriously, I'm goofy and I host the show, but you are the superior intellect, whether you want to admit it or not. So how should I feel about this?
1: Well, I don't think that's true, and I mean I'll be the first to admit I, – I mean I don't fully understand what exactly we're talking about, and I've, I've I read as much as I could, yep. and I've listened to him <laughs> talk about it. So I'll be honest, like I don't re- – but but I do remember – I'm struck right now because I remember less than a year ago people were talking about AI, and they were saying we are so far away from this being an issue. Like look at the state of AI. It's not very – it hasn't progressed yeah. very far, and then overnight it was like… Holy crap, this thing is way too smart. <laughs> it can write your, your research paper. So I don't know if that's – like the only thing I've really seen is this like chat GPT thing. And I feel like I don't – I guess there are there are security concerns about mm-hmm. like, logins and passwords, stuff like that. Um, it's made some – I think some pretty cool art, which I hate to admit. No, some of that AI out. art is kind of – I don't know if anyone would pay money for it. But, um, I mean, I worry about it because especially – I think it's the thing that I worry most about as a kind of – I'm, you know, I'm a humanities person, so yeah. I guess I worry most about what it does to the humanities, what it yeah. does to art and writing, and and you know, your yeah. career and my career, but more so just what it, you know, the, the sort of things that make that make yeah. um, life great, that yeah. the human soul. Like, I, I guess I don't know too much about what it's going to do to like elections and all that stuff. I don't know how much we should be worried. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's troubling, and at the same time.
0: Well, you I just, I, listen. I <laughs> you you think you don't know a lot about AI? Like I thought AI meant Allen Iverson. I'm like that's a guy who plays for the 76ers, <laughs> right? Like I right, got in yeah. trouble for saying he didn't want to practice. So I I have no business having this conversation. That's why we bring in Miss Fox News, uh, Chadwick Moore, the greatest. We'll do it again soon, girlfriend. All right, thanks, girlfriend. That's going to do it for the Fox Cross America Game Ball presentation ceremony. We are back all over your television on Monday. I'm at the Bananas Comedy Club this weekend. If you're around you want to come have a drink at the bar, either way, enjoy the pants off of the weekend, girlfriend. Drink, 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 drink,
1: drink, drink. Listen to the show
0: ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.